Are you interested in simple steps to heal the root cause of your health issues? Whether it's anxiety, depression, insomnia, weight gain, hormonal issues, digestive issues, or any difficult to treat condition? Welcome to Heal Your Body, Cure Your Mind, where you'll get most of the answers for your health concerns and benefit from the latest techniques in naturopathic medicine, functional medicine, and psychotherapy to heal your mind and body together. As a naturopathic doctor, psychotherapist, and best-selling author, I've also created a free ebook and online course for you at drameet.com. That's D-R-A-M-E-E-T.com, where you'll get tons of tips to heal your mind, your body, your emotions, your gut, your liver, inflammation, and other things that go wrong in your body. Without further ado, with lots of love to your beautiful heart, here's your podcast for this week. Hello, everyone. I am Andy Anderson. My partner, Ike Allen, and I are the co-owners of Avai University. Welcome, and thank you so much for joining us for this event. And we are talking with some really incredible fellow experts. We're talking with therapists, psychologists, naturopaths. We're talking with doctors, best-selling authors, and more. And they're here to help provide you with tools and strategies to help you ultimately navigate obstacles you're facing in your life and to help you experience greater happiness, peace, and joy. Today, our guest is going to talk about a really important topic, and that is about the mind-body connection as it relates to anxiety and depression. So please welcome Dr. Amit Agarwal. Hi there. Hey, greetings. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing fabulous. Thank you so much for being here, Amit. And I know that um, you're a world away right now in Kenya, and we're over here in the U.S., so I really appreciate it. I'm glad the, the stars aligned for us and, and making this interview happen today. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, it's um, lots of love from Kenya, everyone. I'm, I'm excited to share a very important part of anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. gut health, adrenal health, liver health, and we'll go into it. Absolutely. Awesome. So Amit, I'm going to tell everyone a little bit about you and your, and your work before we get started. And just so everyone knows, there's a little bit of a lag in the Wi-Fi right now. So if you if, if there's a little pause after I say something and Amit answers, that's why. So just to, just to give everyone a heads up. So, so Amit was voted as one of the top 43 naturopathic doctors, and he has helped thousands of people with mental and physical health conditions by combining naturopathic medicine, psychotherapy, and something called family constellations therapy, which we're going to be talking about. In his online course, his best-selling book, and free videos, are a must-have for anyone looking to heal anxiety, depression, gut health, liver toxins, adrenal fatigue, hormonal imbalance, and chronic disease. So, so let's dive into this. I know in your online course, you talk about treating the gut and the liver as well as the adrenals for things like anxiety and depression. So can you talk a little bit more about how all these things are connected? Yeah, okay. Um, so thanks, Andy. Let's start with the basics, yeah? So mental health is a result of brain chemical imbalances or balances, as well as um, perception changes due to trauma, yeah, and, and just diff difficult experiences. Um, so let's go to the brain chemical aspect. So we'll start with the gut. So you have a stomach and you have intestines, and your intestines are like a nice tube, a nice lining, yeah, kept healthy by good bacteria in there and good food. And over time, what happens is when you have antibiotics and all that, they go in and damage those good bacteria in this lining inside there. And um, your lining gets damaged and you get holes in your intestine. And that's called leaky gut syndrome. 
and with that toxins go through these holes and, and um, basically aggravate your immune system and more toxins go into your bloodstream and that causes inflammation everywhere in your body. Leading cause for asthma, eczema, arthritis, as well as mental health. And I'll tell you why. Number one, in your gut, your bacteria actually produce serotonin and GABA, the neurotransmitters required for combating anxiety and depression. And so when you destroy your good bacteria with antibiotics and uh, birth control pill and too much medication, too much alcohol, and just certain foods that you might be sensitive to, typically it's wheat and dairy. And yeah, and I'll go through a whole list later. Um, this lining gets damaged and then we get more toxin leakage and more chronic inflammation. And also what happens is this inflammation then causes a cortisol imbalance in the body. Yeah, cortisol is a hormone produced by your adrenal glands. And chronic inflammation requires chronic cortisol stimulation or production. So your adrenal glands get tired over time and you get a cortisol imbalance. And that suppresses melatonin, dopamine, serotonin, and GABA, all your brain chemicals. So your food affects your mind directly through inflammation, yeah, and therefore brain chemical imbalance. That's number one. Number two is when you have all this inflammation, you get a lot of toxins in the body. These toxins then go to the liver. And your liver takes a big hit. And your liver is meant to produce bile. Yeah, there's juice that goes into your intestines for digestion. But when your liver is stagnant, according to Chinese medicine, you get something called liver qi, which is energy, liver qi stagnation, stagnation of energy. And when that happens, your liver produces less bile. So you get more gas, bloating, constipation, indigestion, etc. So most people make a mistake of taking a laxative for chronic constipation instead of treating the liver. And I specialize in treating the liver. And the online course has a lot of remedies on that. And now in Chinese medicine, the liver is the master control of hormones as well. So when your liver is imbalanced, you get a progesterone, typically a progesterone deficiency or an estrogen excess. And that also contributes to anxiety and depression, this hormonal balance, imbalance and PMS symptoms. So a lot of people experience anxiety and depression during their menstrual cycle. And it's because of this hormonal imbalance related to inflammation combined with liver stagnation. Okay. Got it. And then what happens is, so all this, imagine now you're, you're getting worse digestion from liver stagnation and inflammation, and that causes a worsening of leaky gut, right? There's more damage now going on in the intestines. You're maintaining or retaining more toxins in your blood because of the chronic constipation and your liver is not squeezing out the toxins. So things get worse in your blood. You get more, more inflammation and more demand for cortisol. So you burn out your adrenal glands even more right? And that now creates more of a cortisol imbalance and therefore brain chemical imbalance and more anxiety and depression. So some people make a mistake of going for counseling all the time without treating the root cause. Yeah. So yes, counseling helps because you've got to change the heal the trauma and the belief systems that got you sick as well. But at sometimes um, people's anxiety and depression is not related to trauma. It's related to inflammation and gut health and liver stagnation. Mm, got it. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, um, and when you heal the gut, and I'll show everyone how to heal the gut and the liver. And um, I also want to talk about the effect of trauma on the adrenal system. Because we talked about inflammation, stressing the adrenal system and ca causing adrenal fatigue, but trauma as well. So when you, when you experience trauma, whether it's abuse, financial issues, etc., 
you get a fight or flight response, you make adrenaline using your adrenal glands. And now all this trauma is stored in the limbic brain in your memory. And so your body doesn't forget. So this memory, this tension in your body is constantly working on your adrenal glands to keep them ready and vigilant. And that burns out your adrenal glands, number one. Number two, when you are faced with stress in your current life, in the present time, the old trauma response is triggered, actually. So you become hyper-responsive to trauma. So children born, like, how do I say this? People who have a history of trauma in childhood are more prone to anxiety and depression in the future. Mm. Yeah, because it's all stored in the, in the brain and the limbic system. Got it. And so the, the trauma itself, as well as the stored memories of trauma, exhaust the adrenal system. Now that's combined with everyday stress, financial issues, divorces, relationship issues, um, you know, deadlines, late nights, not sleeping well, all that also burns out the adrenal system. So anxiety and depression from the people I've treated um, usually stems from adrenal fatigue combined with trauma, combined with inflammation. So in addition to healing the gut, the liver, and the adrenal system, I always release trauma as a psychotherapist. And I, I use EMDR, tapping techniques. I've shared all these techniques in the online course, um, how to release emotional pain, basically from the past, and also shift belief system. Because sometimes you might not think you had a trauma, but your belief about yourself and the world changed based on what your mom or dad said or based on the experience you had as a child. Mm -hmm. And that shift in perspective, yeah, that change in, in an identity of yourself actually contributes to subtle behaviors that might not be healthy to you and might exhaust your adrenal system, might affect your perception of yourself so you don't like yourself so much. All these perception changes contribute to a low mood and people mistake that low mood for an identity, their own identity. But it's not, it's, you know, I do certain exercises where you can give back beliefs to where they belong. You know, it might belong to your ancestors or to your father or to your mother or your mother might not feel strong enough to withstand an abusive father, for example. So you might take on that dynamic that's um, ingrained in your family system. And so using family constellations therapy, we help basically give back burdens that belong to the parents or become more authentic to who you are minus the influences that are negative to your, to your emotions. Mm, yeah? Got it. So that's all the healing, the trauma part. Then we're going to go into healing the gut soon. <laughs> so, hey, quick question around beliefs. Just for so for everyone watching, what are some of the most common beliefs you see people taking on that are right disempowering them in their life that may have come from right a parent or a trauma or someone saying something to them when they were young? Like, what what are the common ones you find? Mm, I love that question. Okay, uh, one is I'm not good enough, mm. or I'm not worth it. Um, I'm not strong enough or it's my fault. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so like I'll do certain exercises. Of course, the online course has those exercises. And one of the prayers I, I do myself sometimes is, you know, please let me let go of any beliefs that interfere with my confidence and self-love. Mm -hmm. You know, people are so focused on building confidence, getting stronger. But sometimes it's not about growing something. It's about actually removing obstacles to healing yourself. Yeah, removing contributors to your low mood. And we don't recognize that we're actually carrying something that 
is harmful to us, information that is harmful to the spirit, to the innocent child. Yeah, and so when you look at it, rather than saying, I need to become stronger, it's like, I need to let go actually of sabotaging thoughts and behaviors that are not mine or belong to, you know, the bullies at school or to the girl in the other class that I went to or to my parents, whatever it is, actually letting go. And then the emotional resilience and the confidence starts to develop as well from the other way around. Mm, awesome. Thank you. I appreciate you touching on that. So, uh, so yes, let's dive into the gut and inflammation and the liver and all of that kind of stuff. I think this might be a lot of the topics we do here at Avaya are primarily based in, in mental health. So I'm, I'm super excited for people to understand the connection between right, what's going on in their physical body and then obviously what's going on in their mental body. So, so can we talk about that? Yeah, okay. <laughs> So in my course, I start with about healing the gut. Well, you can do healing the mind as well and healing the gut concurrently. And there I talk about the foods that are inflammatory to the body, certain foods, like typically it's wheat and dairy and, and there's other foods that I list. And um, you can also do food sensitivity tests. And it's always good to heal your gut with probiotics. Vitamin D is super important for mental health. Most people are low in vitamin D. Vitamin D helps reduce inflammation in your gut. It helps gut repair. It helps improve serotonin levels. It helps with enzyme function. It helps with so many things. And then I mentioned different uh, amino acids that are important for repairing the gut lining, improving GABA function. Um, Omega-3s, omega-6s help soothe the intestinal lining, right? That's super important. And then in Africa, we use a lot of aloe juice. Um, and there's, there's, other, there's other powders and products that are in the online course that mentioned I guess, American equivalents to healing the gut, like what we do here. But I'm sure you get aloe juice there as well, right? Yeah. Um, and then, of course, while you're healing the gut, you got to heal the, the liver as well, because yeah, most people's liver is stagnant. And, um, and there is special herbs, so you got to eat your bitter foods, because the taste of bitter stimulates um, bile flow. It stimulates your liver to detoxify, and that's super important. And then there's herbs like milk thistle and dandelion. And then I have um, a whole combination of different herbs and homeopathic remedies in the online course as well as the book. Um, most of the remedies are actually in the online course though that will help go in there and clean your liver out. Yeah, And also go very deep and stimulate very deep cleansing of your liver. Turmeric is excellent. Um, broccoli, cabbage, all those um, sulfur-containing vegetables are super important. For, for certain phases of your liver detoxification. Um, I use castor oil packs. So that's rubbing castor oil over your liver area, which is on, underneath your right rib cage. But never do it during pregnancy or if you're menstruating or over broken skin, yeah? Um, so I, I walk people through these step-by-step -step how to do this properly. Um, so now we've, we've reduced inflammation, right? We've removed the inflammatory foods. We're repairing this wall, right? And we have to remove inflammatory foods because as we're repairing, we don't want to put in foods that are going to damage the intestine again. That's very important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now as we're doing that, we're also helping the body detoxify faster. And when, you, when your liver is healthy, it produces healthy amounts of bile. And that's super important to improve digestion and keep the environment in your gut healthy for the good bacteria, which then produces more serotonin and GABA and helps with brain function. Yeah. Otherwise, you're struggling with you know, positive thinking and like telling yourself, okay, yes, I'm okay. I'm okay. Or affirmations. 
and yet your body's struggling, right, to make the right neurotransmitters. So you can speed up your healing just by cleaning up your liver and your gut. Mm. Now, once that's done, remember your adrenal glands are likely wiped out from chronic inflammation and chronic stress and trauma from the past, yeah? So here now we start healing the emotions using the exercises, yeah, certain techniques, tapping techniques, journaling techniques, etc., to make sure that you build emotional resilience. As you're doing this, it's super important also to nourish your adrenal system. And Western medicine doesn't do this. Nourish your adrenal system with herbs and supplements and the right food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you, if you only heal your gut and release um, emotional trauma, yes, you'll feel better, but you're burnt out. So you'll have trouble making the right neurotransmitters coming into balance in your mind. So we need that oomph, that's, that resilience. And your adrenal glands also support thyroid function. And thyroid function is super important for mental health. It helps your brain produce serotonin. It keeps your gut lining healthy. Um, thyroid hormones are very important for to improve liver function. So by supporting your adrenal glands, you support your thyroid function. So which herbs? There's tons. There's tons of herbs, yeah? Mm. There's ashwagandha. There's rhodiola. There's, um, there's ginseng. There's so many out there. I often use a B-complex as well. And I mentioned how to use all of these in the course, yeah? And then what we want to do is make sure that we don't eat too many carbohydrates because carbohydrates create a sugar spike, an insulin spike, then a sugar drop. And it's up and down thing with sugar levels in your blood. And that actually stresses your adrenal glands because your adrenal glands then produce more adrenaline to release sugar when you're in the sugar low and you burn out faster. So you want to have a, a nice amount of protein and green veggies, of course. Um, that stimulates a stable release of nutrients in your body. So it prevents the up and down spiking of glucose. Got it. And then very important also to keep your liver healthy because your liver, so there's something called lactic acid that your body produces, right? From um, basically burning sugar. And now people who have a high carb diet create higher amounts of lactic acid. And lactic acid is, is, uh, is very related to high levels of anxiety. So, and lactic acid is converted back into, I think, glucose or glycogen in your liver. Now, if your liver is stagnant, you're not going to convert very well. So you're going to have high levels of um, lactic acid in your body, in your blood. So you'll have higher levels of anxiety. Also, if you have a high sugar diet or too much coffee, etc., or too much alcohol, that's converted to lactic acid very fast. That will also contribute to anxiety. Right? So you want to change the diet, minimize carbs, minimize alcohol and also clean out the liver. Now, I mentioned that the liver is super important for hormonal balance, yeah? And most people don't know this, but progesterone actually helps your brain have less anxiety because progesterone helps the neurotransmitter called GABA work better in your brain. Yeah, GABA is the anti-anxiety neurotransmitter. And if you have low levels of progesterone, GABA doesn't work as well in the brain, right? So most people are taking anti-anxiety medicines or chamomile tea or um, melatonin to sleep, etc. But they might have a progesterone deficiency caused by liver stagnation. So some people will now take progesterone creams and all that, but still they're not treating the root cause, right? The root mm-hmm. cause, of course, is treating the liver. And the liver is imbalanced because of chronic inflammation. So you've got to start with the gut, yeah? And then flush the liver out with um, detoxifiers. Mm, got it. So everything is interconnected. Your body, your mind, emotional trauma, um, you know, because emotional trauma stimulates and burns out your adrenal system. It changes your breathing and the change in breath when you're tense 
um, affects your vagus nerve, this big nerve that goes into your gut. And the vagus nerve actually releases chemicals into your gut that affect your good bacteria. So if you're stressed, you release the wrong chemicals in your gut, and therefore you get more anxiety and depression also from that. Mm. So, so for people watching right now who may be like potentially a little overwhelmed by like all of this stuff as it relates to like the physical body, right? Like if, right, well, I'm just thinking, you know, if people are struggling with anxiety and depression and they want to, they want to do something like, like you're suggesting, right? To detox their liver, to decrease inflammation, to heal their gut, all these things. How long does it take for, for them to do those things? Like what, I mean, is it a few weeks? Is it a few days, a few months? Like how long would it take to heal someone's gut to detoxify their liver so that they can start seeing benefits to their mental health? Okay, perfect. I love that question. Okay. <laughs> so the good news is um, I've created some free videos for everyone. Yeah, that splits it up. Gut, the liver, the immune system. So it's very simple. They just go to my website and watch this free video course, right? Um, my program is a five week program. So I've seen great results in five weeks. Yeah. Um, some people get the results in three weeks because they're doing everything like systematically, right? Depends how far back you are on the health cycle, on the health scale. Yeah. And if you have a lot of trauma, of course, there's, there's exercise that helps you build up your emotional resilience, but healing the gut and the liver takes about two weeks. Got it. Um, I recommend healing inflammation first before healing, like nourishing the adrenal system. Got it. Because you want to be clean and detoxified before adding too much fire and um, support into your body. Otherwise, you want to get a clogged up system. Mm, okay. So, awesome. yeah, watch the videos. I promise you it simplifies everything. It's like one video at a time, only a video on the gut, only a video on the liver, right? And then awesome. you can get the online course, the full program, um, which helps raise money for mobile clinics in Kenya for poor communities. You can get that later if you decide, yeah? But start with the free videos. It'll simplify everything and it'll change your life. Awesome. Yeah, oh, no, thank <laughs> you. I appreciate that. Yeah. No, no, that's, that's great. I just want, I want to make sure that everyone's feeling like, okay, I, this is something I can, I can take on. And obviously you've created this amazing course and everybody, there's a button below this video that, that leads you over to Amit's website where you can look at his videos as well as his course and all that stuff. So if you want to, you know, take your journey uh, to the next level, as far as, as far as physical health goes, then I, I highly recommend that. Um, what about homeopathy? That's another thing I know you talk about in your course and in your work. Um, what, what is homeopathy for those of, those of us that don't know? And then also, how can it help people with anxiety and depression? Okay. So homeopathy is one of my favorite medicines, yeah? Created by Dr. Samuel Hahnemann from Germany. Homeopathy is recognized by the World Health Organization. Um, it's got a lot of negative press because people think it's placebo, but it's not. Um, it's used by millions, millions of people around the world. It was created by this German doctor who found out that if you use a diluted amount of something, a very diluted amount of something, um, let's just say onion, um, that diluted amount can cure the symptoms of somebody who has had toxic amounts of that same substance. So if you sniff a raw onion, you'll get watery eyes and a runny nose. So somebody, I'm simplifying, yeah? So if somebody comes in with watery eyes and runny nose from an allergy, I can use homeopathic onion, so a very super diluted version of it that comes in a pill or in a liquid, both, 
and that actually stimulates the body's vital force yeah, to heal. So it's not using chemicals to suppress symptoms. It's, it's really almost canceling out the, the negative see, the vibration. So when you're sick, you're at a certain vibration of health. Yeah? So homeopathy stimulates your vital force to overcome the disease on its own. And I love it because it's really individual. So, for example, um, in my book, I write about different uh, different remedies for different symptoms of anxiety. So, and depression. So, some people's depression has a lot of worthlessness, suicidal thoughts, guilt, etc. Right? Other, and that's one remedy. Other people who have symptoms of loneliness or feeling betrayed or sad or don't want to socialize. That's another flavor of depression. Some people's anxiety is more OCD, like, you know, they're washing everything or afraid of touching things. Um, some people's anxiety is fear of the health of their loved ones or fear of robbers or getting hurt. Other people's anxiety is fear of their own health, you know, or sense of unease within. So there's no one medicine for all of anxiety. And what I love about homeopathy is it really individualizes and understands the personality of the person yeah, that's using the remedy. Mm. So those of you listening, you know, if you have your unique symptoms, record them down, you know, get curious, don't criticize your symptoms or yourself because your symptoms, no matter how uncomfortable they are, they're a gift. It's your body and your mind telling you that something's out of balance and we need to heal either past trauma, a belief system that's not working for you anymore. Or we got to remove a certain food and heal your gut. Yeah, these symptoms are sometimes actually helping you on your journey to your true love. Yeah, self-love inside. Mm-hmm. And um, homeopathy, because it's an energetic medicine, it works like energetically. It, it really peels away negative influences in the body and really goes to the root cause. I even use it to heal trauma in the past. Like I've had people who have anxiety and depression because of a financial loss or a breakup with a loved one. Yeah. And I'll use a homeopathic remedy to heal that trauma from the past and they will recover so much faster than just doing psychotherapy or counseling, et cetera. Awesome. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for, for, for enlightening us about homeopathy and, and what that is. Um, so I know obviously you are a doctor. I am not a doctor. Do you find that people, like let's say people watching right now, some people might be on anti-anxiety medication. They might be on antidepressants. And I know really nothing about this and I'm not recommending this to anybody, but I'm, I'm just curious. Do you find people who come to you and do your programs can get off of those medications or decrease those amount of medications by doing, you know, your online course, physical uh, healing of the gut and inflammation and all that. So, yeah, I've taken lots of people off their medication. Yeah. But in conjunction with their psychiatrist or prescribing doctor. Yeah. Because support has come from both sides and in certain states and provinces, it's unethical to remove a client off their prescription medication. If you're, not in that field of medicine. Mm, yeah. So yes, when people are taking my courses, a warning in there that you might need less of your medication. So work closely with your psychiatrist to ask them if they can help manage the dosing. Yeah. Because when you get better, you need less of the medication. Yeah. And especially when you treat the root cause and you feel more emotionally resilient, then, um, yeah, you'll just start feeling better and you feel the effects of the medication a bit stronger. You'd be like, oh, this doesn't suit me well. Yeah. Now, most people, 
see most people make a mistake that they just stop medication right away. You shouldn't do that because you have to come off it slowly. Now, because the medication actually changes your brain chemistry. Yeah, it creates new, we have something called neuroplasticity, the ability of the brain to make new connections. And like emotional experiences cause new brain connections. Your diet creates new brain connection. Medication as well, um, prescription medication, psychiatric medication creates new brain connections. And so when people stop the medication, your brain is wired in a certain way that's supported by the medication. Suddenly you stop it, you, those connections cannot cope. So you, you get a crisis, mm. right? And then most doctors, well, I shouldn't say most, but some doctors scare the patient saying, oh, you see, you need this medicine. You're not good without it. And then they have this belief that they need the medication to live, which is, oh, it's such a painful untruth. You know, I don't want to call it a lie because I don't know if it's done on purpose. Maybe it's just miseducation, but it's an untruth. Mm. So if you taper off, if you heal the, the, the cortisol levels, the GABA, the serotonin, etc., in a healthy way, in a holistic way, and you taper off the medication slowly, your brain has time to readjust. So it doesn't go into a crisis when you remove the medications. Right. Yeah. And there's no harm. I'm not against medicines. I mean, they save people's lives. Yeah. And I've had patients who cannot come off their medication or they need it for a bit longer. And so I'm okay with that. Since at the same time, it's very important to heal holistically so that when you want to taper off the medications or you need less, because you know, when you take less medicines, you harm your liver less, you harm your gut less, um, you age better. You know, all these things happen. So it's in your interest to, I'm not asking you to come off your medication, but it's in your interest to heal your body completely, to remove all this inflammation and damage to your intestines, to your gut, to your brain. Mm, awesome. Thank you. I appreciate you touching on that. I'm, I, I imagine many people watching right now might be on medication. So I just wanted to, I, I want to make sure that they're supported in, in, in how to move forward on that. All the, obviously also having a psychiatrist or another doctor that they're working with. Um, so what about family const constellations therapy? Could okay. you tell me? Um, yeah, sorry. I just want to say there is a video in the online course that's all about how I've taken people off medication, by the mm. way, what I did to support them. Okay. Um, so the course has been approved um, for professional naturopaths and dietitians and nutritionists. So that's why I put the video in there to help them. Um, and if you're not a professional and you take the course and it's open to everyone, of course, please do it with, um, with a doctor, yeah, mm. if you're on medication. Got it. Family constellation. Sorry, what was your question again, um, Andy? Just really, what what is that? I know you mentioned it a little bit ago, closer to the beginning of our, our talk here, but what is family constellations therapy and how can that be applied to people suffering from anxiety and depression? Okay. <sighs> That's the whole day's lecture. <laughs> there you go. Oh. Okay, so family constellations was basically created by a man called Bert Hellinger. He actually just passed away last week. Um, and, um, he studied with the Zulu people. So he was a, he was a missionary priest, I think from Germany. And he went and did missionary work in South Africa and learning the ways of the Zulu people. He saw, Oh my God, these people. And he combined it, of course, with his own training in psychotherapy he says, wow, these guys have a certain way of living and certain belief systems that are actually super healthy. So like, for example, um, in a family system, if the father is absent or traveling a lot or went to the war, etc., the mom might create a bond with the child, you know, a stronger bond. Um, 
because of the absence of the father. So, but this bond, even though it's, you see it as natural, it could be unnatural because it's different than if the parents were in a healthy relationship and together. So now this child develops a loyalty towards the mother, yeah, a preoccupation. And so in adult life, unknowingly, they won't be fully ready for a full committed relationship perhaps, or they might be busy, you know, they're just not fully open or free. And, and that can create, of course, emotional disturbances. Family constellations looks at these imbalances, energetic imbalances in a system using a very, very special um, technique. And this sounds like voodoo, but it's like really the fastest growing psychotherapy in Europe right now. It's done all over the world. And um, what happens is I, as a therapist, will have representatives, people helping me out. And I can also do it psychically and energetically. Um, what happens, I'll ask the client, okay, to pick somebody to represent the mother and the father or their emotional issue or an aborted child, a miscarried child, whatever it may be, and, um, or somebody who abused them. And so I'll have like three or four people in, in, the, in a circle representing these elements of a person's life. Now, these representatives actually ch channel in or connect yeah, with the information that belongs to who they're representing. I know it sounds out there, but it's unbelievable. I mean, governments are using these techniques. You know, I studied in England further and um, yeah, I don't want to say who, but like some big names are now using this at the government level. So anyways, as me as the therapist, I watch the dynamics of these representatives. I can see, aha, you know what? The mom is looking away from the father and just staring at the child. So there's, there's too much of a preoccupation there. Right? So the child is glued to the staring of the mother. And when you get the parents to face each other, then the child, like the ch let's say the child is the client, yeah? so you're the child. When you see suddenly the parents facing each other, you're like, oh my God, mom has a partner. You take a deep breath, kind of like you feel like, okay, now I feel a bit relaxed. So it's something happening in the background that we're not even aware of, right? And that's affecting our mental health, big time. I've had a lot of people who... I've had miscarriages and abortions. And, you know, sometimes we're, we're not taught about the importance of these, these um, aborted souls. And so by, you know, and I did this experiment myself, uh, I held an aborted child, like a representative, and I connected to a deep loss, you know, a deep, deep loss for myself. And I cried. And um, so I don't think we're educated well enough on the importance of honoring a passed on child, you know, saying goodbye to it properly and thanking it for coming into our life, even though it was very brief. Um, and speaking of aborted or miscarried children, also not only if you're a parent of one, but if you're a sibling of one. So if you're, let's say you think you're firstborn, but there was a child before you mm -hmm. who was aborted or miscarried, and you don't know that, I've seen a lot of people with anxiety and depression because of that and when i get them to recognize the child who was before them in their system and i get my clients to actually feel their real position in the family system yeah yeah so family constellations is about the orders of love like making sure the parents are responsible for their own stuff and also being in the right position in your family system um so when i get my client to feel that they're second in place in the family system not the first child they're like oh my god this feels more correct for me somehow you know i get in touch with a truth about myself mm. right 
Um, it's beautiful therapy. It's the best therapy that, like, you know, like, in addition to healing the gut and all that, like, I've, I've done gestalt psychotherapy, but family constellations therapy just takes it to another level. It really treats the root cause because, you know, I mean, every therapy helps, yeah? And at the same time, if your troubles are because of a missing child or because, you know, your mom put her sadness onto you, you know, oh, dear child, look how bad dad is, affect, is treating me. Suddenly you feel burdened by that, even though it's out of love. Um, when your mom feels, hey, this is, belongs to me, you're a child, this does not belong to you, I can handle it. It's not your fault this happened. You almost get a permission to live your life. Mm. Yeah, and if that's the root cause of your anxiety and depression, well, it's better that, to heal that root cause than try and invest only in positive thinking or try and convince yourself not to think of those thoughts because that's exhausting for your nervous system, yeah? Mm. It's like force change, which doesn't really change the internal mechanism of your soul. Mm, that's a beautiful point. I've never, I've never thought about that before. I, I, you just brought something up for me because I, I almost never think of it. But my mom had a miscarriage before she had my brother, who's my older brother. So, if, if you know, she, she or he would have come to be, then in theory she would have had my brother and probably not had me because I, they didn't want a third child. So I've never, I've never ever thought about that in that way. That's an interesting thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So anyone watching. Well, yeah, like in if anyone watching right now is also kind of connecting those dots, that's a that's a that's a very interesting thing to to kind of connect into the the journey of anxiety and depression also. So I appreciate you you mentioning that. That's really powerful. Yeah, and you can even say a thank you to that child because of you I live. Right. Or something right. like that, right? Yeah. Acknowledging acknowledging that and then you're more connected to that child and you have more grace in your life after that sentence and that statement. Mm. Yeah, Does that's that beautiful. That yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. I love that. Thanks for letting me work with you on the spot. So, but, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's amazing. I've never, I've never ever really given that much thought. So that that was a really amazing point. So amazing. Um, so Amit, I want to make sure that that everyone knows there's a couple buttons below this video that lead over to your website. You have a course, you have a book, you have all sorts of things. So can you share a little bit about all of that and how people can work more further with you? Yeah. Okay. So I do online sessions, Skype sessions around the world. I have a course that's raising funds for mobile clinics. And for, so I came back to Kenya from Canada to do mobile clinics for poor communities. So, and that's my dream to go back there. And so I do that by selling the course and my book. My book's been a bestseller on Amazon about eight to 10 times now um, because it helps heal the gut, the brain, the liver, the mind, and release emotional trauma. My online course has been approved um, by naturopathic boards, CDR as well. That's the one that controls dietitians and nutritionists in the U.S. So it has a lot of good information in there. Um, so I'd love your support to help me continue my work and to share this knowledge and to further my training in constellations and emotional healing. Um, yeah, because I'm writing books on transforming the mind. And all this is possible when, when you buy the course and support me on my journey and also help community, of course, in Africa. So I really appreciate it. Mm, I love it. Thank you so much. And everyone, again, there, there's buttons and links and all sorts of things below that where you can check out Amit's work and, and, and learn further about that. So are there any last insights, anything else you want to touch on or leave people with before we wrap up? Um, get the book for sure, please, because um, it'll help with the online course. 
Number one. Number two is if you're overwhelmed with all this information, just go and watch the free videos. It'll simplify everything. And really, I'm sorry for like just going off on a tangent with everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I loved it. Um, I mean, yeah, no, I, we talked before this, this class about I, my backgrounds in nutrition. So I know a lot of those terms, but for people who don't maybe know a lot of the lingo as it relates to gut health and, and, you know, adrenal glands and all these kinds of things. Yeah, absolutely. Go, go like watch those videos further to get a better understanding of all of that and, and the language and everything. So thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Good. And love is medicine. That's the other thing. Self-love. Yeah. So don't blame yourself for feeling anxious and depressed. Actually embrace your, I know this is easy to say, but it's difficult to do is because I suffered a lot from anxiety, depression, breakups, suicidal thoughts, etc is get curious about your, about your symptoms and observe them rather than criticize them. Mm. Observe them, see where they're coming from. Does this belong to an emotion in the past? Or how do I feel when I change my diet? Mm. So you get closer to more pure balance and more self-love. Awesome. Love is Lots medicine. Love. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I appreciate this. And everyone, thank you so much for tuning into Amit's class. And we will see you on the next one, everybody. Take care. Hey everyone, I just wrapped up another great class with Dr. Amit Agarwal, and he talked with us about the mind-body connection as it relates to anxiety and depression. So I really love this topic. Mind-body connection is a big part of my life, a big passion of mine, and if you aren't familiar with how the body and the mind connect, I hope that this was a really enlightening class for you today. And if maybe you're already interested in this topic, hopefully it, it helped you even more in your journey. So a couple of big take-home messages for me were really the last thing that Amit talked about, which is love is medicine right? Self-love, self-compassion, being kind to yourself, all of that is medicine. It truly is. So, you know, he recommended that you get curious, write down the symptoms you're having, write down thoughts you're having, write down experiences and feelings that you're having as it relates to anxiety, if you have it, as it relates to depression, if you have it, or, or any, any other things that you're dealing with right now. And just recognize that it's your body way of telling you something is imbalanced, that it, that's what it is, that's what those symptoms are. And don't ultimately judge yourself for those symptoms. Just be kind to yourself, take a look at them really from an observer perspective instead of a judgment perspective. And remember that love is medicine. Also, just heal holistically. When he said that to me, I was was like, oh, yes, this is it, right? We all need to heal holistically. Our bodies are connected to our minds. Our minds are connected to our bodies. So all of this, uh, whether you are, you know, sound in the science of nutrition, like he was talking about all sorts of different things, whether that's of interest to you or whether you know anything about it or not, the body and the mind are connected. All of, all of the ways that our body amazingly does the things it does for us are also connected to how we feel and how we feel is connected to how our body works. So if you're interested in you know, pursuing these topics further, I highly recommend you check out Amit's work. And the last thing I wanted to say was, was what he said about this um, loss of a child as a sibling. So for example, I had shared with him that my mother had had a miscarriage before she had my brother. So I am child number two and my brother was the first child, but but in what he was saying, I actually had another sibling that was before that, that was a boy or a girl, I'm not sure. And that was the oldest child. So I that just kind of struck me. I've never thought about that before as having an effect on 
the child order and what it might be like for my brother being the first child, but really maybe the second child in that scenario and me having potentially had an older sibling that because that older sibling did not come to be, I was born because my parents were not planning on having more than two kids. So I just thought that was really fascinating. So where in your life can you um, reconnect the dots to things in your life such as that, that maybe you haven't explored and how does that affect your life today? How are your emotions, your moods, your anxieties, things like that, how are those affected by things that happened as a child that you're still holding on to? Or maybe it's just something you haven't examined like, like I haven't clearly in that scenario. So just wanted to make a quick mention of that. Hope you enjoyed this latest class and we will see you on the next one. Thanks everybody. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can go deeper in your healing with amazing remedies and therapies covered in your free online course and ebook on dramit.com. That's D R A M E E T.com. Lots of love and thank you. God bless.